the good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Cat. Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad, and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward, and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Here are your hosts, Joe and James. Ready? You ready? Fenton's ready. Sustain! Nutrition. Chewing the fat. Episode 10? No, yeah, maybe. 11. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Special guest starring Philip, Wesley, yeah. Winky, Wright. <laughs> <laughs> so, so greedy. <laughs> We've got a very special guest today, Big Phil. We've just completed 305 burpees uh, for children in need, which was Phil's idea on zero training <laughs> on one meal it's a, do you know what it was a it was a stupid idea all, all things considered but um, done as a team it's it was manageable I've got very sweaty knees Most, <laughs> mostly manageable for you finishing two burpees ahead of me and James <laughs> thankfully it's well, podcast because I look like hot shit <laughs> it's done that's the best thing about it is it's done it's in the past would you say hot shit in a container that's sweated lots hot shit in a container that's been microwaved and then left in a hot cab uh, hot shit gives anyway limited time for this podcast <laughs> Phil tell us about yourself oh I'm, uh, I'm 39 years old Phil. <laughs> 39 years old I support Man City and it's I not like, a tip I like pies profile, is it not I thought, was, I thought you were still a black <laughs> <laughs> Phil yeah so just, just a quick background on Phil Phil yeah, so, quick, um, quick background quick. yeah very quick so it's, I've been in the fitness industry for probably 11 or 12 years um, started off as a PT stepped more into education so helping people come into the industry and helping them to progress their own fitness career um, I've I've owned and managed gyms I've delivered a lot of education both UK and a little bit internationally as well right. and no one likes to show off done a bit of uh, dabblage in other bits and pieces fitness wise so yeah bit of experience yeah so we both know Phil from well I used to um, I kind of bullied myself to being employed by Phil teaching kettlebells and MMA courses and then both myself and Joe both worked for Phil worked with worked for Phil was our oh, boss worked with for uh, one of the gyms that he <laughs> we, we were a team managed so today I thought whilst Phil's here and seeing as we can recover from our burpees before we go the rest of our day's work which is probably going to be very short today <laughs> very late <laughs> after, after that we thought I thought it'd be prime opportunity to talk about kind of issues that we see or problems we see within the fitness industry and where it's at right now. Yeah. Um, Phil, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, I think one thing to sort of start with is that we've got to accept that our industry is pretty young. You know, if you compare it to like the car industry or plumbing or joinery, then the fitness industry is a very juvenile industry and we're still finding our feet um, and it's very commercial. Um, and and that has a big impact on on the standards that we see. Um, yeah, I think that's you know it's a, a fair starting point. A key consideration. Yeah, I think you know we've well obviously kind of we're going to talk about social media, no doubt in mm. this. But with the kind of rise in the internet and stuff like that, it's just 
there's so much more kind of awareness of fitness and there's so many gyms around, you know, you get 24 hour gyms popping up everywhere, but then we still seem to have this issue with people not being able to not, not lose weight, but certainly not maintain the weight loss. What is it? Is it Brad says Joe? Schoenfeld, is it? No. Dan John, I think. Dan John, that's thinking of. Says we don't have a problem with losing weight. Oh, is it by... Is it that, is Brad, that, is Brad, John, that isn't Dan John, is it? Yeah, I think it might be. Len Norton. Maybe. Anyway. Not Graham Norton. <laughs> Notorious <laughs> fitness expert. Basically says that we don't have a problem losing weight, we have a problem maintaining the weight loss. Because um, there's just so much kind of overwhelm. There's so much information out there that people get overwhelmed and then end up kind of either doing nothing or doing bits and bats for just kind of a couple of weeks and then jumping onto the next kind of shiny thing. And, you know, the issue I see a lot is it's a lot of absolutes. Don't eat this eat that if you eat this you'll get fat if you don't eat this you'll die I guess as much as people used to poo poo like and people still do and, and rightly so like your, your muscle and fitness and your mm. flex and stuff like that because they just give you basic programs to follow that at least you had stuff written by experts whereas now people go on and anyone who's in half decent shape yeah. they'll listen to it and especially you, you've got to think that everyone Everyone's out there to sell, aren't they? The people who are doing it for business because we have to make money. Is yep. that as much as we love what we do with sustained nutrition, we can't do it for free because it's our full-time job. You know, you have to make money. So in order to do that, it's quite hard to sell what we sell, which is eat well consistently and train hard. So it's much easier to sell something where you say, this is the new thing that no one else has done that's going to work for you and it's really yeah, this, easy to follow. This is the one thing that you've been missing in your entire life. Yeah, or the one thing that you've not tried yet, carb cycling, keto, low-fat, uh, you know, slim fast, anything like that. Slim fast is obviously quite old. Herbalife, things like that now. Gucci Gucci yeah. beans. Yeah, skinny coffee, yeah. skinny tea, you know, booty, anything like that. And people will go, that must be it. This is where I've been going wrong. Mm. So I'll go on to this. And because, you know, before you couldn't go onto Instagram and get an opinion that easily, you'd have to look a bit further. You'd have to pay money to get a magazine. So that would be from someone who's being paid to do it. So they're probably going to be more of an expert. Yeah. Now, obviously, that was still massively flawed. But there's probably, I don't know, it's hard to say that less confusion because I guess the other in- issue is when you've got only one person there was talking like, about There was something. less access. So even kind of when I first started, I got my first weight set from Castleford Agus. Shout out, 50 kilogram Arbitron vinyl set. <laughs> vinyl set? Like, smashed memory, it. Vinyl and plaster of Paris. Yeah. Uh, and then when I was picking it up, so I was 14 maybe, 14, 15, heading on 15, and some guy in a white van stopped and went, here, you're going to need this. And it was a copy of Muscle Mag International. I read that. You just took a magazine off a random man in a yeah. white van. <laughs> Which was a semi-naked woman on the cover. And a big stack, <laughs> and a big stack of pornos. <laughs> and then he bundled me into the back of the van and raised me as his own. Um, and then from that, I ordered a book, Bodybuilding Basics, and then I kept on just ordering books because when I was young, everything was in black and white and there was no internet. <laughs> so there was none of these kind of, you know, Instagram influencers yeah. and people doing... Single leg leg presses on uh, assisted pull downs, and you know, it <laughs> seems to have almost moved into the realms of entertainment. And it's all everything seems to be the number one secret. This is what you need to do to get you know these abs. This is the move you need to do to get this butt. And it's all like entertainment, isn't it? It's not like oh, yeah. you need to squat and get really strong at doing ideals. That you know, sort of going back to a time that you're talking about in terms of getting your information, from, dinosaurs. Getting your information <laughs> yeah. from I had to book. read it off campaigns. <laughs> getting your information from books and maybe Men's Health or Women's Health or different fitness publications is that sort of in those early days, personal trainers didn't exist. Yeah. You know, so so now all of a sudden we've got a group of people who are so-called fitness experts 
um, who are becoming the go-to people. Who've never, ever been PTs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is the irony now, isn't it? Sorry, yeah. sorry to jump in there, but yeah. you've got to think that, like, you two especially, because you're older than me, <laughs> have, have been in the trenches a lot longer, and you just learn a lot by doing, don't you? Yeah. And so many of the people now have never actually taught anyone. And yeah. that's fine. Yeah. No, it's not really, is it? It's fine, because... It's interesting, and like James says, you get all this great content people love to watch. There's the one at the moment, is there the bloke jumping over two benches, doing a backflip? He's got the band on, he's on the on the treadmill, his mates are pulling him off, and they're yeah. slamming a slam wall into his abs. Yeah. What, sorry? You've not seen that one, they've got the, yeah, yeah, they've got the band around his waist. Yeah, but his mates are pulling him off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever tried to be on a treadmill and be pulled off? <laughs> Yeah, tune in for that. That's like level level twenty four. It's I the level it's, you've never this, been to. This podcasters took a turn to the gastro games. <laughs> yeah, James, if you don't pull him off, what are you getting at? <laughs> anyway, carry on. Yeah. And uh, you know, and that's fine, isn't it? Because it is interesting to watch. But then you get this thing where there's just, I guess, you know, when we started, I went to gym. A massive guy said, "This is what you should do: you should bench, you should pull, you should squat." Deadlift, of course. Some top now, advice. And yeah, actually, really good advice. And fully enough, he was really big. Yeah. Um, and now it's that's not going to happen, is it? Because people will go online first. They'll see all this stuff because it's more interesting because it's new. And then they've just got no idea. So there's there's not even this like this base education. You think like when people back in the day, you you know, you go to a gym and then the big blokes would say, "Stop doing that. This is what you should do. Put yeah. your weights away." Hmm. That's gonna, I guess, die out really because they're gonna they're not gonna be in your pure gyms. They're gonna be in your Nitty gritty backs, yeah, your, your proper gyms, and that's you, kind of what I'm, I was I meant by like it's almost like it needs to be entertaining. Like you need to have like a secret program that mm. has all bells and whistles, and you know that's kind of not one of the issues I see. But with classes and stuff like that, it's like it's just designed to keep you entertained for forty five minutes or an hour. Yeah. You know, flashing lights and loud music and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, and that's and and that is a big part of the fitness industry. I mean, group exercise probably Peloxian changes, but it, it constitutes for about sixty percent of the participation of of gym people. Mm. So whether that's members, you know, whatever. So and and group X is is entertainment, isn't it? Yeah, of you know, it is. If you look at like Body Pump and Les Mills and the way that they they are epic productions, yeah. they're not just kind of someone imparting a, a, a bit of information and. You know, Mr. Motivator or Thin Thin Lizzy style, getting people thin doing, getting no, people rock, doing rock, rock band. <laughs> green is it? Yeah, it wasn't it Thin. The Green Lizzie? Goddess. The Green Goddess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting people doing a few side bends, but um. But that's I mean, like from my experience, even working with you, when we've gone to like Leisure Industry Week and these big expos and stuff, like it's just people inventing classes for the sake of yeah. inventing that will classes. never stop will it I guess yeah. it's you almost drifted into what's the problem with modern society is yeah. that people don't want to do in-depth learning they just want to do the interesting stuff yeah. like look at social media on the whole and, and Instagram everything stemmed from Instagram was 15 second videos because people don't have the patience for any more yeah. like why is anyone going to I wrote something recently saying I've changed how I squat and I deadlift and I've done those movements for years it's only because I found someone who knows a lot and I've looked a bit more into it and gone, oh, actually, that makes perfect sense. Mm. Whereas most people think, I just need to, you know, when you're PT and you show someone stuff and they go, yeah, I'm just going to do those movements for a bit more. Like, that is just not, not what you need. I don't know what Fenton's doing, sorry. He's distracting me. He's doing some weird yeah. head movement. I think he's doing the cha-cha no, no. slide. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, you know, I don't want to sort of take it in a direction that perhaps you, you didn't think of... Uh, or didn't want this to happen. Three hundred and five for that. I don't but care. In terms of, but you know, as as on top of that, yeah, and but, talking about sort of personal trainers, obviously, because there's more of them, and the training of personal trainers is a very competitive marketplace. Mm. 
that it's never been easier to pick up a qualification to say I am a personal trainer and that relates with what you were saying Joe you know a lot of people who are walking around with a badge to say yes I am a qualified and potentially insured personal trainer you know they've that ultimately then they're not experts they've and it's not their own fault they've gone through a process they've been sold an opportunity to qualify they've done it it's been very easy but they're in a position now of 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 of, of what I would say is a privileged position to potentially be able to change lives but unfortunately through no fault of their own they're not really ready to do it you know there yeah. it's quite a dangerous situation you're almost kind of like thrusting as an authority out here when really you probably shouldn't be. You yeah. know, people are going to go to you. Like you get also as a PT, you get all sorts of like medical questions sometimes. I was going to say it's like doctors. No one yeah. says once you're a doctor, where did you study? What degree qualification did you get? Yeah. You could have the best doctor in their year yeah. in front of you, or you could have the worst doctor, and you wouldn't. Yeah. You don't know because they've got that badge. And I guess you've got to think what makes money these days. Someone on Instagram with a 10 million following, or the PT who's got a sports science, strength and conditioning, yeah. physio degree and masters. Well. If they can't talk to people and they're not good looking, then they're not going to last as a PT, are they? Yeah. But if is that why you're not PT anyway? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have none of the required skills. <laughs> oh, did I not come up with an idea that got you a job? <laughs> you got me sacked. But that is definitely another story. <laughs> That's another podcast. So you, so you kind of look at it from that perspective: is that people don't need the skills that are needed to get people in shape, mm. are not needed to get people to make a wage mm. because you can make a load of money with having a decent following and sell one basic plan yeah that's again it's that kind of entertainment false promises and that's kind of one issue as I see is like you get some person who's in really good shape and they have a good Instagram profile and it's like oh do you want to buy my you know six week course it's $30 yada 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 and it suddenly br- you've got a brilliant business model bog standard yeah generic mm. plan that is just kind of selling you a bit of a dream you know I know from experience from my clients when we ask them kind of what have you tried before and it's just had like an endless list of diets Same and training plans things, yeah, 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 because it's just kind of a lot of empty promises mm. I saw sorry just to take on a, on a slightly different track then I read a really good article that uh, Val put up today I don't know if you saw that you know our Valentine. friend Val yeah uh, and he was saying that one of the issues you see these days is pe- some of the motivational videos on YouTube endlessly telling people that they can work harder and achieve more and to keep pushing even when they're struggling. Two faces off. Yeah, and you get people just kind of, especially in the fitness industry, is they all, always think that you know they could be doing more, mm. and it's, God, you know, we struggle to do the basics between us. Don't mm. we to train consistently and eat really well seven days a week. Yeah, and it, you know, <clears throat> people are posting up these videos endlessly, and clients are seeing that, and it's that other end of expectations of not even because yeah. you look at you know people. It's more common now, isn't it, to say these models are airbrushed, those guys are on steroids. You can't achieve that. But you can still achieve their work ethic because, look, you can do more here and you can work harder and you've got to keep going because it's your passion. And actually, most people don't have that dedication. Yeah. You know, if you look at mm. our friends who are elite-level athletes, they have the genetics and the work ethic. Yeah. So that's two things you don't have. So you need to, I think, people get caught up and they just end up feeling worse and worse and worse because they don't have the yeah. body, they don't have the work ethic, yeah. but they're still being told they can have these things because there's the endless videos. So it's just quite an interesting point that I hadn't thought of. Before this no, it, it is, and I, I think one of the sort of the dangers, and we as an industry, um, although I'd like to think personally I'm not guilty of this, I, I probably absolutely am. But I think anything that that forges a dependency on the the individual. So if someone subscribes, looking whether they're looking to lose weight or improve fitness or get stronger, um, I think if they become 
hugely dependent upon upon what it is that's serving them or what it is they're buying into you know that that is high risk because when that's stopped you know they've they've gone back to square one it's and, very hard and it's isn't a it? dangerous cycle i think we're trying to do the solutions aren't we our, our, yeah. our aim for sustain is yeah, to yeah. educate people to a point where they can go on their own but i think with the nature of dieting and you know how long people develop bad habits it's mm. really really hard and mm. you almost have the feeling of failure when people do struggle you know the thing that i've been saying recently to people when they finish is like if you do struggle come back to me when you've lost seven gained seven pounds not when you've gained two stone yeah. because it's so it's so hard to admit when you're struggling i imagine you know psychologists have these same issues they want to say or mm. counselors or anyone yeah. in that in that field is saying you know when you start to struggle that is a sign things are slipping you know come back then don't wait until everything's got worse. You know, yeah. if you spent all your money, you've lost your job, whatever it is. You know, yeah. come back sooner. Mm. And it's just hard, isn't it? It's, it's hard, especially going to say going back to like social media, where you're getting that kind of like shoved down your face. These these images of perfection of these oh, perfect looking yeah. people yeah, with yeah. perfect physiques, with yeah. perfect looking lives, yeah. eating waffle pizzas. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. And then kind of showing their abs whilst they're there with these massive burgers and stuff like that. It's just not real. No, it isn't. It isn't. You know, it's completely false. And I think. It takes a very strong individual um, to to be resilient to that, and, yeah. and not I think that at takes, some I think that level. Takes years to learn. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, to to you know, not at some level be effective. Whether that's sort of, you know, think letting it sort of blow their self esteem or just you know de- deter them or just kind of comparing yourself to yeah. a twenty two year old person <laughs> with awesome genetics. Yeah, you know, with a ridiculous physique, with this living in a mansion, and then going, oh god. Bet they're so happy. Yeah, I've got two kids and I work 60 hours a week and I can only get to the gym three times a week and yada yada. Then why are you following this person? Yeah, that's it. Well, don't compare yourself to him. Just go, oh, that's nice. That's That's a nice picture. That's lovely for them, isn't it? We're all very quick to look at... I watched a CT Fletcher video today saying about, you know, if you look at what I don't have compared to what I did have, I thought I'm missing a lot. You know, I struggle to do a push-up. Yeah. And then he says, actually, I'm alive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's still quite a lot going for me, so I have to focus on what I do have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with that. The um, fitness industry is a very fickle one, isn't it? I think, but like you say, it's it's same as any industry, isn't it? And you're looking, you're an industry that's based on selling a dream, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so people aren't going to put up. I you know, if no, I no, no. if I was in awesome shape and was really handsome and yeah. all the other things, that's what I put up because it, it would sell more, wouldn't yeah. it? You'd, you'd do better business. But that's what I mean. But then you just got to be aware of that. You kind of got to see through it and not just take that as this is life. It's just mm. like well, that's a life that someone's trying to project. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, and I I think my my sort of thoughts is that, you know, and it, you're right, Joe. It does take years to sort of learn, but what the fitness industry often tries to do is sell a dream. But I think it it is absolutely impossible for anyone to um, become happy or content trying to live someone else's dream. You know, so you have to kind of just figure it on out, ignore the glossy pictures. You know, find stuff that you enjoy get a balance that works for you and your family and just, and you know, stay on that track. Be the best person that you can be. Yeah. There's some really good yeah. advice out there, isn't there, from, um, I remember there was a thing recently, like the, there's a book called like The Seven Regrets of the Dying and it's some, it's, there's someone who worked in end-of-life care and they spoke to thousands of people and wrote all oh, the lessons. Read, yeah, yeah. And they were saying, and, what, and one of them, I think the number one lesson is letting yourself be happy. Yeah. Because people spend so long in their lives wanting more and not folks yeah. they don't have. Yeah. And I guess that's an issue that everyone has, but it's, you see it more in the fitness industry, I guess, don't you? Mm. Yeah. Don't believe the hype. Don't believe the hype. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't believe the hype. <laughs> Fenton! <laughs>
Well, I think that could wrap us up there. So, roll tide. Yeah. <laughs> Phil's brought some um, some buns in. Obviously, they're for charity, so we need yeah. to eat those. Phil's delicious buns. <laughs> we're going to feed on Phil's buns. <laughs> you've got, so, no, you've got a choice. Yeah, I know, Phil, we need to, we need to wrap this up it's before so, you start not, cracking out the buns. Not so good for a podcast, this. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Jesus. That's, not, that's not my bun. Are those rings yet? edible, Phil? This is still recording. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for listening. It's a good job you can't see me. Like and subscribe. Got my buns out. <laughs> We're gonna feast on Phil's buns. <laughs> Catch you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening. Cheers.